Many people would assume that if someone owns a nursing home or a Dunkin' Donuts or the like and needs to be operating on Shabbos, it's very easy. Just go to your Rav and he'll have, you know, some type of Shabbos guy or some, you know, maybe a janitor and you'll have some Mechira uh, and everything is good to go. So yesterday we got into many of the reasons why it is not so simple at all to, to rely on that. There are issues of Maris Ayan still, that if everybody knows that you own it, there are issues of that the Mechira is not a good Mechira, what type of sale is that, it's baloney, and you also have the problem of Schar Shabbos, making money on Shabbos, you have the problem of Amir Lanachri, where the, the workers, your staff at your nursing home or at your Dunkin' Donuts, they know they're working for you, and you're, you're basically telling them to work on Shabbos. Additionally, we have the issue, and that's what we spoke about it here, of the seventh condition, the Chayadam says, and that is if you're making uh, extra, if the Yid, if the Yisrael is earning more from the fact that this work is being done on Shabbos, so then it is usher if to have a Nachri Dumalacha for you. And we said that when it comes to our typical cases that we gave uh, throughout the throughout the last couple of weeks regarding giving your car to the mechanic or your shirt to the dry cleaners. You don't gain anything that is being done on Shabbos. It could be done on Matzah Shabbos. You couldn't care less. But if you're earning more by every hour that your staff is billing or every donut you sell, so then you are earning extra for Shabbos work. So therefore, again, there are some Paiskim that would go with the Mechira based on the Mordechai and the, the Debrechayim and have some Ruba very weak grounds to rely on it. So let's move on to some of the other uh, things that, that people come up with. So one of them would be having a, a Jew and a non-Jew partnership. This concept is born in halacha, having a, you know, a, sh- a shutif. So to do a phony partnership where, you know, the guy owns 1%, but he doesn't really own anything, he's not legally an owner. So then you have the same issues as yesterday, most of the same issues. You have that everyone's working for the Yisrael, they're you Yisrael, you have Maris Ayin, nobody knows that you have some silent 1% phony partner in the business. There also, there also is a concern that this is harama. You're only doing it to avoid Shabbos. You don't really think of, of your partner as a real partner. So that's out the window with yesterday's share. What about a regular shutaf? A regular 50-50 split, a regular normal partnership. So there is one uh, concern that many many uh, business owners don't want to do that. They don't want to have a partner, partner. If they did, they would have had a partnership in the first place. So to tell them now you have to split your entire business and find a partner that you trust, it's like, you know, it's like dating. You're not going to just find a random person to be the, your actual partner in your business. And if you say, well, he won't really be a partner. He'll just be a, a puppet. Well, then you have the problem that it's not really considered uh, that he owns it. And you have all those other issues of those phony mechiras or the phony, you know, 1% owner. So it doesn't really help you. Let's say you do have a regular shatif, a regular partner. So according to most of the Paiskim, that will be fine. There is a concern that when you have a partner, you still want to have the the shutif, the nachri, should make the profits from Shabbos. There's a whole discussion in the Paiskim. How to calculate it, he has to get the, 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 um, the revach from Shabbos. So some Paiskim say, very simple, just put it in the shtar that theoretically he has the right to go calculate how how much was earned on Shabbos and he could take it, but it's at his expense. He would have to go hire a forensic accountant and do all that work and be able to do it. So that's what many other Poiskim rely on. There were those that were mafakfeik and said that if you look at Ramosha Feinstein's Shuvas, he says that it needs to be, you know, calculatable. It has to be something that you could actually calculate. So the truth is, in many businesses you could. You could actually 
figure out if someone owns a you know retail store, you can see what, what your sales were from you know from Friday night until about the Shabbos. So it's able to be calculated, so that wouldn't be a problem. The truth is, if a person has a regular shutuf and the person owns a stake in the business, that is probably the best way to, to go about it. What if you don't want to have a regular shutuf or you know you you're concerned for Moshe Feinstein's opinion that it has to be you know able to be calculated and you can't calculate the Shabbos earnings? So what else do do uh, the place can rely on? So as you mentioned yesterday, one of the concerns with the mechira is that you're selling it to 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 your Shabbos guy, to your neighbor, and your neighbor's not licensed to own to own a business. The whole thing's harama. So. The, the, what the place can say is, why don't you just sell it to someone in your business itself, and it's less of a it's less of a problem. Let's say you sell it to an administrator. You have an administrator in your business, or an executive, and you sell to do the mechira with him or her. So how does that help? It helps that when the guyim are doing when when your staff is working on Shabbos. They no longer consider as if they're working for you, the owner. They're working for the administrator. You still have a problem with Maris Ayan if everybody knows that you own the nursing home. So you still have a problem with Maris Ayan. It's not as phony because the administrator does care about the business. They want the business to grow. As the business grows, they'll sa- their, their salary will increase. They'll get they'll, they'll make more money. So they do want the business to grow. There is some you know ownership, even though it's not legal ownership, but there is more of an ownership when it comes to an administrator than your uh, than your next-door neighbor. Additionally, usually the administrator is licensed, and you avoid many of the issues by having the administrator uh, be, being the owner, you know, in halacha of the business. There are those pricing that add a few more conditions. They want that the administrator should actually come with his own management company. Why? Because let's say you have, you know, an administrator of a nursing home, but uh, the other staff, they know that he doesn't really run, he doesn't really, you know, call the shots. Yes, he runs operations, but at the end of the day, if they need to go above him, they can just go to you, the owner. So they know that the owner is really in charge. And if the owner is in charge, so when, perhaps when they're doing their work, they're, they have the das of the Yisrael in mind, and they're working for the Yisrael. So you have the issue of Amir Lanachri that the Goyim are working for me. And... It could be there still would be a Maris Ayan in, in this situation. However, let's say you hire a administrator and he brings his own team, like their, their own management team, and they run the they run the entire operation. Imagine you owned a uh, you owned a, a mall or something. So instead of saying Yossi's mall op- uh, management, you have a new term. You you brand it in a different way. That w- that Yossi's mall is being run by Company X management team, and you have signage throughout your mall that Company X management team is running everything. So then you avoid the Marazine because people say, wait, so, so the yeah the Jews own this, they own the mall, let's say a baseball team, they own the team, but they don't actually run the team. There's someone else that's running it. So then you can start saying, well, it's not such Marazine anymore. You, you assume there's some type of shutfus going on here. You assume that the people that are working are not don't have to answer up to the owner. They have to answer up to the management team. So. If you have that, you definitely have a, a major step, you know, to be mako. 
And some of the places can, in, in fact, require that, you know, when people come to ask him the shilas like that, they require or they strongly encourage that you hire an administrator who brings his own management team and you have proper signage throughout the, throughout the facility, whatever the business is, and you avoid many of those issues. There are other poskim that say even more, uh, they're even more machmer, and they say that the, the checks, the uh, pay stubs, should not even have the name of the owner on it. It should really only be coming from the management team, which is, a, which is an accounting nightmare. Uh, but if you got to do it for Shabbos, Shabbos is Shabbos. According to these poskim, they would require that everyone who gets paid is getting paid from the management team, and therefore there is zero zero connection between a staff, some, you know, some of the staff doing work on Shabbos, and when they submit it for billing, they're never going to submit it to the owner. The owner has nothing to do with it. Yes, he financially backs this operation, so then he would be just like an investor. You could invest in, in a company that, that works on Shabbos. You're just an investor. So he's financially backing the operation, but the management team is solely responsible for the for the uh, you know day-to-day operations. They run the HR department, payroll, everything. He has to financially back it, but so in that case, you really avoid many, many issues regarding Shabbos, but it is a, a accounting nightmare, it's an operations nightmare, and I understand why some of the uh, Paiskim do not necessarily push this because it could be too difficult, and then people will just say, no, I, I cannot do that, and they'll go back to the mechiras of yesterday, of yesteryear, just selling it for a dollar, and I think the, the middle ground where you at least, at the very least, you should have an administrator that you sold the business to, and I think most of the Paiskim would agree he should be the one managing things, and hopefully you can throw in the, his, his management company. Now, there's still one more question, and this is why we are discussing it here. That at the end of the day, after all said and done, you can do your management team, and you can write the checks from the management team so you avoid Amir al-Nakhri, and you avoid Maris Ayan, perhaps. At the end of the day, you are still making more money by your business operating on Shabbos. And forget about the Sechar Shabbos. That's another issue that earning money. But that Schar Shabbos has nothing to do with doing malacha. Schar Shabbos could be even if a person is babysitting on Shabbos, you can't earn money. You can't use Shabbos to earn money. Here, let's discuss the Harvacha. If you look in the Chayarlam here, in the, in the seventh rule, he says, even if you fulfilled all the conditions, if you are earning more by the Nachri doing malacha for you on Shabbos, then that is Asr. Because you can't have malacha being done for you on Shabbos. You're the owner. You are earning more from the fact that the Nachri and the guy am I working for you on Shabbos and you're nursing home and you're mole and you're dunking donuts. So how do you avoid this? So what the price can say, if you look in the Chayadim here, he says the best way to avoid it is by having some type of aris. An aris is a sharecropper. The standard sharecropper would earn, would take home some of the produce, some of the grain, and that was his piece in the profit. So if, if the, the one who you sold it to, the administrator or the like, if you tell him that he's earning part of his salary or some type of bonus he gets. So do the math, you can figure out a way to give him a bonus. Meaning don't just do this mechira with him and keep his salary the way it is. You should do the mechira and you say, okay, let's assume uh, you know, one seventh of our profits come from Saturday. I'm gonna give you such and such extra profit. It doesn't have to be all of it. I'm gonna give you uh, an X amount of bonus from you doing work on Shabbos. So when he does work on Shabbos, He's not doing it for you, he's doing it for himself. And that's all we need. As long as he's doing it for himself, it's a adate denafshi, avid, kavid, 
and he's making money, he has a stake in the Shabbos profits, so then you avoid this issue of harvacha b'yoyser to Yisrael. So this is the nursing home industry and the uh, you know, 24-7 business operations in a nutshell. There are many more pieces to this uh, puzzle, to the complexity. We didn't even get, get into other, other shilas regarding Shabbos, of Shabbos, Shabbos, of Lefneiver, uh, other things, but well, I think it's, uh, it's enough for now. So we'll move on and try to get to the end of this klal uh, in, uh, in, in Chayadam as we continue our 12-minute halacha series.